0: and residents of Angel Grove, welcome to the Sentai Truther Club. I am your host, Grav, and with me is my eccentric
1: co-host, Kennedy. Hey, hi. It's funny that you're calling me eccentric because uh, our guest today is also my best friend, a, a, a very wonderful, wacky person, the internet's favorite talking snake, Artist streamer extraordinaire Wobbly Python. Hey,
2: what's up? How are you guys doing?
1: Hi. Hi. So Wobbly Python plays
0: a big part in the Sentai Truther Club lore. <laughs> uh, this
1: is true. This it's is true.
0: very true. He was a part of the creative process, and so here's the backstory. For those that want to start a Sentai Truther Club wiki, here's the backstory on Wobbly. So we go to Wobbly, and we're trying to discuss ideas on how to do the logo. And in my head, I was like, okay, what's the most iconic thing, right? Um, we're also so, just
1: kind of conceptualizing the show in general. Like, Wobbly heard out our name ideas, some of just, like, the the format thoughts. Like,
2: Oh, yeah, honestly, like, you guys record
1: really episodes, and I'm jealous. It. But since you're an artist in particular, you yeah. we like... Wobbly just started doodling one
0: day. We were, like, thinking about logos. He was like, you know what? How about we just draw a fucking <laughs> ranger outfit? Why not? Just a made-up ranger. And well, came well, up with this, like, cursed piece that somehow on
3: everything. <laughs> well,
0: that, that's the thing about a lot of these,
2: like, Sentai shows is that they are designed to move toy units. So you guys were talking about, like, oh, well, how do we make branding for this, like, thing that is designed to do branding? I was like, why don't you just have some Truther, right, like, Ranger costumes? Like, let's do this. Let's go. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And then, and then you can't stop me. Like anybody who's been on the receiving end of my art storms. <laughs> thanks to you,
1: that the kissable plastic lips became like a a sort of internal meme that I <laughs> reference a lot on this show. No one really understands why I'm always talking about this when I'm talking about the face mask. Do,
2: do people but... not notice that? Like, do people not just watch their first episode of Power Rangers and be like, "Wow, all those helmets are just like, hmm." For so some so, reason, like so puffy for some
1: for some reason most of the pow- what power rangers helmets that we've seen so far thought it necessary to include these lips it
2: you know, it's one of those things like in, in other shows, right? Like big bad beetleborgs, way too afraid to show the lips. You can't you can't kiss a Beetleborg. I'm sorry. That's why that show didn't doesn't have like a bajillion seasons. Cause you can't make out with a beat like you can't cradle the beetleborg in your arms. Like that doesn't happen. It's only Rangers.
0: Yeah, we are gonna have to change some pieces of it. Unfortunately, it looks like our mascot's got uh, the Spider-Man cape from Spider-Man Unlimited on it, in the Twitter. <laughs> thankfully, no one. Thankfully, no one's realized it yet. But uh, yeah, there goes some extra lore for you. So we're gonna have to take that out of the way.
2: But I can't uh, believe more artists haven't like flocked to your show and like drawn it. Because if there's any one unifying like thing th- about artists, is that like, oh, easily identifiable chromatic sequences of heroes are tons of fun to draw. And also I can imprint all of my friends upon them easily. Like, how the hell is there not just like an entire league of totally canon <laughs> self-drawn truth or sentai clubbers? Like, I, how is that not a thing yet? I think
3: that
2: the concept
1: Twitter. of the original... By which original by which I mean like our original concept, True Ranger has not just it just really hasn't caught on yet. I do think it will. Dude, uh, once we, we have, get that only, fucking merch, it's over. It.
0: It's fucking over, dude. Yeah. Once
1: yeah, we get the, the, the
0: baseball shirts in with True Ranger on them <laughs> and our mm-hmm. fucking mascot Davin on everybody, oh pfft.
2: Oh, absolutely! Uh, yeah. It's yeah, That would
1: be incredible. Hey, it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. And I, yeah, it, I just want to say like I we've only hinted at the True Ranger a few times, you know. Really? People, people really, it, it's kind of like an Easter egg right now, you know. So, but that's gonna change soon.
2: What, what about fake rangers have you added have we designed that yet like we hang on this podcast is getting very visual very fast and i need to pull my own brakes <laughs> because like i'm sitting here and i'm like how do i make a fake putty like what is the like, <laughs> closest off-brand putty that i can craft in ms paint Believe right now? Me wobbly,
1: like, when we finally like covid lifts and this show is ultra <laughs> popular and both of those things are gonna hopefully like kind of just <laughs> coincide perfectly and we're making our own Uh, Power Rangers fan film, which at this point just seems really inevitable. I got it. I got it.
0: Hold on. I got it. I got it. Okay. We're going to make our own version of Akiba Ranger. So Akiba Akiba. Ranger is is the parody of Super Sentai. So that's official. It's like unofficial official Sentai. So what we do is we take the Akiba Ranger footage when they're suited up. And we make our own slice of life footage, <laughs> and so the fair Sentai footage in there.
1: That's I, pretty good. That's pretty good. However, I would like to also suggest this. I yeah. had this thought. Okay. We we make an entire Sentai show. Uh huh. But we never release it. Uh huh. And then and then and then with a different director and different <laughs> writers. We make our Power Rangers fan film using our own Sentai footage.
2: I I think we can accelerate this process a little bit, right? If we just so one of the big things
1: I just want to say real quick, and that way we could we can have the true ranger. That's the that's we can have the true ranger show that is this Sentai show that we make. That is never released, <laughs> and is only used to generate our own footage. It'll be kind of like what Saban was doing in season two, but on fucking steroids. Just like taking, it, take it to you know level a hundred. <laughs>
2: Alright, n- n- never mind. So my, my idea was to diverge from the make an honest, like, True Ranger series, like, to start, right? And we just make one where all the dialogue is recorded in Simlish, and then we hand it to somebody, and we'd be like, okay, we need, like, a a, uh, a localization of this to english please and then we let them do their best with just like nothing but the footage provided to them in sequence (laughs) bro (laughs) the samurai pizza cats did that like they they got the footage of for like this japanese cartoon which is just full of like wonderful puns it's honestly it's a real trip if you watch again it's like an acid like fever dream we should do a spin-off podcast about it but like the poor localizers and voice actors One, it was like the 90s, so the tools were bad. And two, nobody knew Japanese! Like, nobody! Nobody knew the cultural jokes! Like, nothing! It is just spawned from the void incredibly! 10 out of 10. Would recommend. I'm In the process of doing so, I guess, actually. (laughs) Uh, So, hang on. We touched on a Keeper Ranger, and I do want to make one note for anybody who's like, Oh, I'm here for Power Rangers. I don't do, like, broader Sentai things a keeper rangers apparent red ranger has spiky anime hair built into the helmet yes this is next level it's it's it's, yeah and
0: (laughs) and the gun that they use to transform into the super sentai is a moe doll
1: (laughs) oh yes speaking of things built into the helmet power rangers turbo the headlight built in
2: it's like a roll cage too like this is one of those bumpers that conservatives run, put yep, on of their you, fucking truck to intimidate liberals right like imagine if the pd had the brush guard you know they rock up from space like this is this is fall, so fall, well designed. i want my headlights to come on right. when i
0: have no thoughts
2: <laughs> just when i'm
3: in
0: when I'm just an empty brain, <laughs> just the headlights are on. Don't, don't bother. Don't bother. Just, no brain. Just no thoughts.
1: projecting out. Just, no thoughts. Just- just the oh, lights on. Okay, no one, no one speak to the blue ranger. It's over. Lights, lights on. Again. No I, one I, to I the blue ranger. Say.
2: The high beams way on. Like just, just, wait for it. If you, if you, I'm
0: glad you got it wobbly with the high beams.
2: As 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 you think, right? Like when you're changing topics internally, just blinkers yeah. just <laughs> taken away.
1: <laughs> the
3: hazards. <laughs>
1: I was gonna say, the hazards come on when it's like the questionable take, you know? <laughs> Uh-oh. Red he's alert, about red say, alert! He's about to say something, we don't know if this is gonna be... This might not be... We might have to cut this one! Uh,
2: oh shit, let's edit
0: this down! There might be some anti-Italian discrimination.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh god! There's going be anti-Italian discrimination.
3: <laughs> but, uh, they didn't get enough date. shit
1: for Boozolini. <laughs> if you fall just right you fall just right that roll cage on the helmet protects
2: you <laughs> shouldn't it be if you fall just wrong like why is it right on the brow or like your skull's the best you would think they'd put the roll cage right on the temples where they're right, probably going to throw get your
1: forehead at the ground
2: my brain is the horn <laughs> system the protons are going to throw your forehead at the ground so i guess it is good that it is there
1: yeah <laughs> You just gotta, you gotta fall just forehead direct into the concrete, (laughs) and your helmet will protect you. Uh, And that's also, that's how I felt, watching a lot of Turbo, just in general. Um, no and to Turbo, part one in particular, and the whole thing, we oh, selected what this. What
0: a fucking transition. Shut the fuck up, Kennedy. We selected no, was, this I'm as our worst the, episode. We started laughing grab for like it, 10 seconds straight, and ha- you just start going, it. speaking of laughter, grab here is Shifting to Turbo <laughs> part <laughs> I, one, and I just thick.
1: smoothly transitioned to the content. I don't, <laughs> know what you, I don't know what your hatred is of, speaking of trying speaking to segue. Speaking of
0: laughter, here comes shifted to Turbo part one.
2: <laughs> oh god yeah let's let's talk like i guess let's lead with uh, the same kind of foot that shift into part one like they're into turbo part one sure did
1: <laughs> you know shifting the turbo is like just slams you into a brick wall of fucking nonsense that's what i'm trying to do right now with this it, segue it
2: does actually and like that's kind of the problem uh do you want to do like a bit of a recap because i have like four pages of notes that i took about this stuff because so-
0: my man exceeded the discord character limit <laughs>
2: i did i could not copy and paste it i had to move it to a google he doc. was on a
0: posting spree. He's like if this doesn't come out on this show here comes the tweet storm, baby. Give me your login. I'm gonna be the next Rachel.
2: Let me do it.
3: it
0: Twitter's to do
2: refusing that. to load images right now, so my entire vocation of being your favorite, like internet shitpost maker is in dire jeopardy just just awful like i've had to learn how to do blender 3d modeling and animation just so that twitter will like give my shit the time of day i can't just like make a funny picture anymore now i have to spend three hours modeling a sentai truther helmet so that i can hit it with a jiggle boned banana like that's the only thing twitter will let me do now
1: what is oh up with God. the fact that videos are fine and images are not? I don't even know. Anyway, okay, shift shifted to the turbo. It, so we agreed. Shift Grab, back on the topic. Grav and I were actually in perfect unison. This we okay. almost weren't, but that we were almost gonna. I got uh, really horny. On one episode. I got
0: really horny one episode. <laughs> I got. I just. I couldn't. Once I no. No, once I saw what was happening on screen, I was like, best episode. I sent Kennedy three of the sweating. Red, (laughs) red red-faced emojis
2: at him. The tongue out.
3: Yeah.
2: I was like. God, was was that for part one? Because part had, one is presenting as close I had, had, no, 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 no. had post no.
0: clarity and decided, that yeah, <laughs> this is the best episode of the season.
1: So so, so we, we were in perfect <laughs> unison, which, uh, you know, uh, doesn't always happen around here. We had the same worst episode and the same two favorites. And so we're going to talk about the worst first, which is shifting the turbo part one. We're going to talk about the whole three-parter a little bit. But, of course, we have a whole episode about the intro that you can go listen to. Uh, so we're not going to like try to retread too much of the same territory. Just give a little bit of the context where it's mostly necessary. I would also like um, to say,
0: if you have any problems with any of our critiques, I would please like to redirect you to Twitter dot com slash Kennedy T. Cooper. Again, that's Twitter dot com slash Kennedy T. Cooper. Any sort of bad takes or problems or just horrific issues that you take with our podcast, tweet at Kennedy T. Cooper. He will address them. He will quote tweet you, and he will make fun of you. So if you want a good roasting, Kennedy is here to fry some bacon.
1: Yeah, I will will quote tweet you. Uh, I will roast the shit out of you. And then, you know, the problem is, is I'm in DM groups where people think the funniest thing ever is to show off a great roast you just did. So I'll be, like, posting that to the DMs, and then it gets retweeted 30 times. So, you know.
2: What what we're saying is if you don't like us, give us clout by being a dumbass in our inbox. Also, you can come at me with that stuff too. That'd be great. I got all day. That might be some <laughs>
1: Patreon
0: content, so feel free. <laughs> if
2: you want to see yourself being fucking stupid, give us $5 a month. <laughs> can I say fuck on a podcast? Speaking I do it on on you, you uh, Twitch all you the can. time. Okay.
1: Fine. Uh speaking of terrible things, shift into turbo uh, part
2: so, one. okay so like, can, can i hit the thing off at the pass here right yeah, like for just, it. just really quick yeah so i know you're out there guy guy who is like well you can't judge a part one independently well fuck you i watched all three parts in a marathon the right? mad are three parts and by the way lab. it is not a two-parter Right. I thought it was a two parter. So I was just like, oh, mm. I got an extra 30 minutes. And then like it rolled over automatically on the service I was watching it on. Right. And it was like shift into turbo part three. And I was like, huh? oh, "I know." And I buckled the my power ranger's harness back on and I watched it. And you know what? It doesn't get better. It does not get it. It nope.
0: actually just gets worse as it goes on. It gets worse and
1: worse. Uh, Wait, oh. We forgot to ask Grav's favorite question to ask a guest. Oh, oh, oh yes wobbly what 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 was your experience or has been your experience previous to this with the power rangers
2: oh god so i grew up in a, a place where like we didn't get a lot of like good shows right i was in like the rural parts of red america right up in the northwest right so like you know power rangers were some sort of like weird japanese liberal socialist like something something so like people didn't like it right so i got made fun of a lot for it And so when I honestly, even when I'm listening to like Truth or Sentai Club here, uh, I get into that like mode where I am worried about like somebody coming out of nowhere and like giving me a noogie, right, for like enjoying things that I like. Uh, So watching this was kind of a trip to do all in one afternoon and realize as a grown ass adult that like, fuck, I can just watch Power Rangers now. But anyway, so I have like the cliff notes, right? I know about chromatic spectrums of heroes. I know about like, you know, wearing squad suits and like generally being good dudes with all of my homies and I grok with all that like I love it like I'm very down so actually re-watching it through what is mostly nostalgia honestly with my sober adult mind it's still good you should continue to watch Power Rangers so that's that's about where I'm at like I'm I'm a fringe lover you know occasional basic cable access when i'm on like vacations and stuff but like you know other than that i didn't i didn't mainline power rangers i'm a casual compared to many well
1: i'm sorry to i'm sorry to bring you along for such a mediocre season so shift in the turbo i'm just gonna we can't delay this any longer all right so let's do it let's go um i'm not gonna retread everything because again we have a whole episode on this but diva talks is mad at the power rangers because they're over super and... hot
0: domi mommy uh, I'm, okay, sorry. I'm glad
1: i'm not the only one see i'm glad i'm glad i i'm not the only glad i brought you two together for this like like,
2: like, like a <laughs> like, couple of like scenes right like she's like a, a strong independent <laughs> lady with her own goals like wearing a mini skirt and she could like probably pick me up and snap me in half and i was just like Ooh.
0: i want that
2: yeah like you're not the only one
0: every single person I that i bring on that we talk we get into an extensive conversation about diva Talks. she's they're like i want her to step on me please now. i've never seen her
2: shoes but i can only imagine that they are some incredible heels like diva talks foot pics please where is that only fans <laughs> i need it in my dire hour I, i'm um, really
0: eager to see what you think about trouble by the
2: slice when we get to that Uh, anyway
1: i'm literally gonna give this basically the 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 quickest recap i can diva Tox is mad at the power rangers for foiling her plans she's rallying the troops she's heading to earth in the submarine spaceship uh in angel grove the power rangers are graduating except for tommy who graduated before at some point we don't know when hopefully before the ski resort episode we're just gonna hope
0: yes please There's a,
1: just to tie it back into a conversation that we just cannot stop having on this show about a time that Tommy was hit on by a twenty-eight-year-old. Tommy already graduated, and he's a race car man. He's obsessed with race cars. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Also, Justin, the stupid fucking child ranger, uh, is taking a placement test to see what the cool school grades he'll be in. Bulk and Skull are still cops, kind of, and they still go tops. to the they go to the power plant talk sends Elgar to the power plant to fuck shit up. Justin goes to the power plant, fights Elgar. Bulk and Skull get turned into monkeys, and uh, that's episode one. And that's, but that I, there's a couple it of ends, things. But that's most of it. It ends with
0: Justin
1: like fist fighting Elgar. Yes.
2: Uh, I I would like I would like to take a minute uh, and walk through like a couple of the weird things, right? That yeah. I noticed about yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, because because I took notes. I paid attention. Uh, Mister Williger, call on me. So that, that intro, right, where they're, they're rallying the troops, there's a protracted political speech that Diva Talks is giving. So first and foremost, like, nobody says enough proper nouns for an episode one at, at all, right? Like, I do, I do not, I cannot tell you the name of her generals. And that scene is there to set up who they are and what they do. But the speech that she is giving is one of those speeches where she's like, I, I've gathered you here to choose among you. Right. And it's like, well, all the people that you're giving positions to are already on the stage with you. Like, I don't, why are we here? The rest of us? Like, I don't get it. It's very much like a, like a DNC nomination thing. Right. Or like, there's, there's no way that they're going to like come on down in the audience and pick somebody that somebody would actually like, or know on the street, you know, it's like, Oh, Hey, all the decorated guys are up there. Like we're going to call them out. Like they're, not three feet from me at any given time It's just a very weird framing device for this you know like how does how does their society work where you get to do that it's strange it is it is also they say piranatron like one time your, your new bad guy the piranatron gets said one time in like three episodes
1: it's actually uh, you know you make a really good point we didn't really talk about this but This is a very shit minion introduction.
2: It's so bad. Um,
1: The putties weren't given the best introduction because it was also like, they were just kind of trying to intro the show and it was like, you know, they didn't really, but they still kind of gave you a little bit of an intro of like, here's what a putty is. It's this thing that's made by Finster. He pours the putty into these molds and he bakes them and it turns into this kind of low level minion monster and you know they're but they are strong like they're strong enough to just like fight the average human and pretty much beat them up um but they're not super smart you know and you kind of get this whole backstory and then when the zeo put or not Z-O, when the zed come it, it's you get a zed is like ah my zed putties will you know impress you blah blah <laughs> and like gives you and then when the tangas come they get a whole they get a massive amount of backstory and love the piranatrons are just like. Here's the Piranitrons.
2: Yeah. And literally oh, them doing greatest the greatest Piranatrons! oh <laughs> uh, that's cool, but like what do they uh do? Uh you know, like do they got powers or do they uh you know like they have good t-shirts? Can I get like some cool bargains from them if I go to the local mall and they like flag me down from their kiosk? Do they sell like you know hair accessories? No! Like they're just like piranotrons! I'm gonna need some good ones, I guess. Like, I don't We've all
1: been made to kind of understand how oh the new minions you know they're strong <laughs> they're powerful they're coming for you and with these guys no not at all
2: no none like nothing uh they, they don't even like my thing is like they don't even say any of the names right like uh what, what's the what's the big clam looking guy he looks like a shelter from pokemon cloister uh Clo- or cloister sorry i'm thinking of the wrong pokemon
1: they do they do say their names but like not enough
2: you can't answer it can you like you just it's- went blank <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I'm trying to think of it, and it's really hard, and I've watched- Is it shoulder?
2: Shoulder? No. no, no, I'm talking about the general, not the Pokemon, not the Pokemon. Oh. But he's got, like, the big sphere, he gives, he's he got, like, the shoulder Ryog? pads. Rygog.
1: Like... Rygog. 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 Y'all yeah, are
2: running a Power Rangers podcast, and you can't remember their name these off the top of your head. These idiots are-
1: Well, the th- 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 these are complete- the... No, Her no, lieutenant th- sucks so bad this season.
2: Right, right. But, like, that's the thing, right? I don't mean this as a criticism of, of you guys and, like, your ability to remember things, right? I'm talking about this as a criticism of their way to communicate to me in episode one who these people are that I should care about, even during the speech. She's not like, and Rygog, the notable Rygog from the Rygog incident. That's three times. Now I remember it, right? Like, I've internalized it better than Power Rangers doing it themselves can, which is just fucking crazy to me <laughs> that they failed
1: that bad Any reason to really care about these lieutenants like it would be nice if she had sort of like given each one a little speech
2: you know mm-hmm. yeah or they were My remotely God. capable you who
1: you know destroyed the planet zibada and who <sighs> you know went to like the 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 space base rompida and fought <laughs>
2: you
1: know like like. Yeah.
2: like like i bet i can get the name rhombus lore in like i can create the character rhombus lore during the course of this podcast and have everybody remember it better than fucking rygar like from the start of this episode uh there's also like the two other ones there's porthole is it (laughs) porthole porto Porto. I don't know the name. Uh, I'm very glad that he's not just like some nerdy simp, by the way. that That's in my notes. Uh, his first things, he's like, yeah, like, let's let's do it. Let's destroy people. You have my science, my expertise, my knowledge. I'm like your technical advisor, right? Like, I remember them because they actually, like, he responds in a way that, like, solidifies what he's, his role is in this evil hierarchy. And then there's Elgar, who... I don't understand why he's up there. Every line Elgar, about him. Elgar
0: is Rito, Rygog is uh, Goldar. That's basically right, what right. it is.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, just, Yeah. but like going. the, the I, text that I got was like, Elgar, nobody likes you. You're bumbling and incompetent to the point that like we're having to watch you. Like you wouldn't be a right hand man. You'd be in a penal colony. Like I, So bizarre fuck yeah like you have my my brain like i'm here for you like he's the only competent member i love it like sorry
1: finster finster spent a lot of time when he was like the monster creator for rita being like I, here's what i can't do <laughs> like you know kind of like apologizing <laughs> for like the things that he couldn't get done or being like damn or whatever you know mm-hmm. like porto was constantly like um here's what i'm gonna do with whatever resources we have now i'm gonna work with it i'm gonna make something out of it i'm gonna make something happen he's like he's better than mondo's butler like he's better than like any of the assistants basically that we've seen like he's really like he's just on it all the time every time Mm -hmm. you turn around porto's like ah yes I cooked up this and it might be a monster. It might be a piece of technology. It might be something else. Like he's really versatile. It's incredible. So I will give shouts out to that character who is like the only good step up in terms of the lieutenants. So good. And is therefore the only memorable one.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Elgar has some
0: dubs though towards the end. He finds out where the rangers are.
1: He he gets a little bit more competent towards the Rydog end. Rydog is
0: the one that's kind of just like f's. Like he just he's just there. He he yeah. just does nothing. He kind of just he, he sits around on his ass and and pretty much criticizes others. But then when he goes to show up immediately the first one to bail
1: he's not even really goldar <laughs> he's that other guy that we can't remember the name of from the original <laughs> season that was that was goldar's like lackey dude that we never hardly saw you remember what i'm talking about there's like that <laughs> dude who was like he sort of looked like a a little bit like a, a a fantasy orc or something kind of that was like hung around the station and like sort of lackeyed around goldar sometimes especially before rito showed up and it was like like that's rygog feels more like that than a goldar even <laughs> like just some dude who's just around <laughs> like-
2: <laughs> my, my problem with rygog right like is that like rygog's costume honestly is incredible like i love the prop work that they do on that and they have a very distinct silhouette like like i did not even notice the giant like three foot long horn on the top of their head until like two episodes in like it's such a cohesive whole but he's too capable. Actually, it's is like how I feel about it. Rygog is like a middle manager who nobody has like an actual problem with. Who just shows up all the time, looks at his coworkers, and it's just like, oh, fucking really, Elgar. Like again, third time this week. Like, can you please just can you just do your job, right? And that guy's boring. Like I don't care about him. <laughs> I, I care about Elgar actually. Like in episode one, he's he. Uh, hang on. At where, least he's a at? comedy
1: character, and yeah! that means that occasionally you laugh even if he's like maybe one of the weakest comedy characters this season
2: yeah uh just 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 like move move forward from this opening scene which should be very important but they kind of communicate nothing in uh that the jump cut over to the red ranger on the the racetrack right (laughs) the (laughs) fuck was that music (laughs) like there's a there's a point in the lyrics right where, where they're talking about it, it's something right and they're like get to a perfect four and i'm like what the fuck does that mean <laughs> like i grew up in the 90s i remember some of the references but like what what like and and if, if this were like a soundtrack that were buried underneath like cool car noises and like great jump cuts rather than the same like three slices of footage of this car going around (laughs) a track like they could only afford to drive the car for one lap or something right like it would be hidden and i wouldn't care i'd just be like yeah this butt rock is sure butt rock i'm very into it you know but like it's it's just there it's like like it's like there's a naked table some dude rocked up unzipped his pants and flopped this perfect four out there i don't know what that (laughs) means Speaking of butt
0: rock, uh did you did you guys ever see the opening to the latest Power Rangers season? I know it's a little bit off topic, but like the no, latest Power this, rangers do... official official Is there theme like song? a perfect
2: five? Nah, no, it's, yeah, yeah.
0: it's oof. she it. I'll put it in an ear. I didn't know Kids Bop <laughs> I didn't know Kids Bop was still around.
1: Oh. I, did rock covers. I, I, I hear
2: this now after, oh my god I, you gotta
1: link that after the show you gotta link that. Up. Yeah. Link
2: it during i don't want to wait
1: <laughs> <laughs> um all right so i don't know what else is there to say about uh, this the, the I, you you know, justin now.
2: With a, just a low angle shot of like his head down, and his bull cut is perfectly angled, so you can't see the back of
3: it. Like I'm a
2: visual person, right? Like I'm an artist, and like when I first saw his head, I was like, "That kid's a penis." Like I don't want God, this. Dude. Like, like this is the first shot of Justin to turn him into a dick. Don't do this. Don't do this. Also, don't say his name. for like an extended period like until he is like kind of done with his exam thing right they don't say justin and i was like who the fuck is this middle schooler and why do i care about them i don't (laughs) understand right until later on he shows up right because like the rest of the rangers have been having a conversation at a botanical garden yeah which is like definitely what i'm here for i'm seven years old it's saturday morning i'm fucking got my bowl of tricks and my milk and i'm chowing down on oh it's the new season power rangers fuck yeah yeah it's gonna be some giant robots it's gonna be some cool co- some flips some guy's gonna do a double flip and click kick it botanical garden okay. oh i see <laughs> oh you're talking about a movie i didn't watch because you didn't put it on basic cable my parents wouldn't take me to the theater oh. yeah
1: okay actually this is great because i've been talking about what a fucking hallucinogenic <laughs> recap that was we finally have someone here who has watched the recap of the movie and has not seen the movie? Wobbly, what was your impression of that fucking nonsensical goddamn recap of the Turbo film?
2: I would like I would like to direct you to my uh, note here that just in all caps reads: "What wild ass transition sequence?" Question mark. So. like this happens nowhere Justin shows up and is like throwing punches like yeah you tell him about this cool fight we were in I did like a front kick and then a heel slide and then a Casper slide mark two like three steps to the left right and he's all excited right and just they're like oh no I didn't get to that I was really excited I was hoping and the camera's like pulling away like it's getting ready for like a commercial break or something right like I'm expecting like the fade out right no jump cut to what is just like the whole movie played at like 2.75x right like I didn't know and what out was of happening order. and out of order I get like nothing made sense there's no dialogue there's like kicks and flips and pyrotechnics and their costumes are different no cars are to be seen in this like Power Rangers <laughs> turbo tra- like there's like an ancient temple like I thought that this was like an ad for Double Dare that got like stuck in there you know like I expected them to be assembling a silver fucking monkey or something bullshit right like midway through but it doesn't happen right and and like nothing gets explained at all (laughs) nothing of significance but it lasts i kid you not for like five minutes and i have i I struggle i think with adhd i've never been diagnosed with it right and i went from this like no no it's just it is
0: like that's power rages turbo but, but here's the problem. It's like, it infers so much information, and that's why we picked this. That's why, like, but there are episodes. There, but there are episodes. Yeah, sometimes it works,
2: no. but it misses more than it works. No, no, no. As a, as a storytelling device, it's fucking rubbish. Like, I got nothing from it. Absolute nothing. But after, like, 15 minutes of tolerating this, like, oh, we're putting together a graduation at the Botanical Gardens, oh, it's all the rangers outside of their seats, just talking to each other right there's suddenly there's like butt rock music and like explosions <laughs> and like dudes in tights doing flips on each other right and my ADHD ass brain with three monitors was just like back right like like my tiny attention span was captivated by this fever dream that was unfolding in front of me <laughs> and like i could not like get it back <laughs> like i couldn't i couldn't divert it again so like As much as I want to just take this, the sequence, put it in like an old diaper cloth and like throw it in a bin somewhere. Like somebody knew their audience (laughs) very well, but no, I, I gained nothing. I don't know anything about it except once they come out of it. Right. And like, and like the next bit of rising action has to happen. uh, They're like landing the spaceship that has like all of the bad guys on it. Right. Their, their deployment craft, which is a big fish. And uh, it's, like, happening right in front of the Goonies, which are dressed as parking cops in, like, an empty parking lot, which perfectly mirrors my own life right now. And for some reason, Porto is chained to the ceiling. Did anybody notice that? Uh, his arms are, like, bound to his side, and he is, like, in chains. And there's, like, one chain that is just, like, going to the ceiling of their submarine spaceship thing. He I no one Porto, that?
1: Porto maybe has, like, a weird pressure thing going on.
2: I mean, maybe. All I Which know is, is, is that Diva Talks and a chained Porto are in the same room. And I think Grav and I, hopefully, were having the same thoughts on that wavelength, considering our, our dialogue already Diva I can't figure out why it happened. <laughs> I didn't even I just notice say, that.
1: This is, this is ultra meta, but Kelton is going to hear this episode and be like, I have to come back because now the horniest episode is in jeopardy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we haven't even oh gotten man. to the good one yet uh, Yeah, let's get to the good stuff soon yep, we, right, we, right, we, right. My
0: closing comment on Shift Into Turbo Part 1 Is that the reason why that Kennedy and I picked this episode Is because we wanted to send a message And say that from the <laughs> jump This season was fucked It was so bad. Like, the way the episode ended, Justin's whole character completely morphing the show to something completely different, like, (laughs) all of it, just all of it was just fucked. It was fucked (laughs) from the very beginning.
2: This episode was a robot horse head in my race car bed that I woke up to, all right? Like, it is an absolute lemon, and I would not have finished the series had I not started with your other two favorites, but there's two more, two things I want to touch on. One... Uh, contracting goofballs as security guards for a power company is very accurate because nobody fucks with a power company. Everybody likes it when their toast pops up. So the fact that space aliens showed up and like were able to fuck around, not the least realistic thing in this episode. Uh, and I can agree to two, that, yeah. Elgar at one point is trying to leave the, the space because he teleported in. Like it makes sense that he doesn't know how to leave this power plant. But there's a point where he's just like, "Why is there never a gas station when you need one?" And I don't know why Elgar needs a gas station. It is never explained in the following two parts. I'm gonna save y'all an hour of watching to figure out why Elgar is trying to get like a quick trip. Am I? I I, Am I right, fellow parent? (laughs) all right uh,
1: Uh, i I just want to quickly before we get into the favorites go ahead touch on um um, wobbly you were dedicated i told you you can either just watch the one episode we asked for or you can watch the whole three-parter if you want the whole context and you're that type of completionist or whatever um and uh and you chose to watch the whole three-parter i don't want to spend a bunch of time rehashing it because again there's a whole episode on this but Mm -hmm. i just want to ask you this one question did the rest of the three-parter get better or make more sense
2: it did not make more sense it did get more action so if you are here for the kung fu flips right like the end of part one there's a kung fu fight that they end very abruptly at the start of part two right because they were desperately trying to get you to watch the second part of this three-part train wreck uh you get like a little bit more in part two uh tommy does some like really cool teleporting kung fu moves right it's some like dragon ball bullshit right and the effects are so good they're very 90s right they're like a capri sun commercial on crack and i love it uh please i want more of that action from some of these other episodes uh and then in part three it it comes unhinged right like they've been building this plot they've been building this plot and they have to resolve it as though they don't have enough time in an hour and a half so everything starts to break down but like zordon i'm do you guys do spoilers on the show is there like a spoiler warning telling everybody no all right well now there's me telling y'all this is a
1: show from the 90s
2: if you're invested and you like want to experience it live and you're watching this for some reason or you're like trying to decide if it's worth watching right spoiler warning Zordon goes home. They replace Zordon in episode three. So if you don't watch this dumpster fire, or if you only want to sacrifice 30 minutes of your precious time, watch part three, because that's where all the action happens. And they introduce this new wet fucking blanket called Demetria to replace Zordon. And I know Zordon was like already a very flavorful cast member with a lot of interesting dialogue, but like just they're the worst. Also, they replace Alpha with Alpha Six, and Alpha goes from being a bumbling aye aye goofball to being Sonic the Hedgehog going through a '90s only raps on the beat hip hop phase. Aye is replaced with ayo yo, but like Alpha, so like a-yo, if you can do yo, audio we're editing. Yeah! <laughs> right, like, like, you would you would show up to the ranger's thing and be like, Hey, what you doing all up in the ranger crib, brugs? And it'd just be like, Huh? You're, you are wearing a, like, robot diaper. Why are you, you don't get to be this hard. Like, what is it? It's the big bump <laughs> on the chest. Right. He's got it I'm, swinging. I'm, I'm, He's got
0: it swinging actually... now. It's not curved anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Big and is like when
0: the,
1: this is like when the person shows up You, you, it's like acting like they have a lot of street cred, and you're just like, hmm, (laughs) you don't, you really don't. Nothing that you've conveyed,
2: (laughs) it's it's like, it's like Mr. Rogers with a gat, you know, but like less entertaining, Jamie Kennedy,
0: (laughs) but Northeastern, yeah.
2: (laughs)
3: <laughs>
0: it's, it's like
2: it's like somebody took like was walking through jersey for five minutes and was just like how do i reach these keys?" like there you go you have alpha six forever i guess kevin kevin but-
0: smith pulling up to a black neighborhood
2: oh god i i am so happy i am so happy that like laragon or whatever that fucking like Muppet looking the wizard, the the dungeon master from the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon looking Furby asshole, like poofs himself out of existence within the one episode because Zordon was like, I'm going to have to go back to my family, Rangers. That's not a joke, by the way. I know that I've been making a lot of exaggeration jokes. That one is not a joke. Zordon goes home to see his wife and kids. And like fucking Laragon is there. And he's the only authority figure because the only other guy in the room is is fucking Alpha. And you're like, Alpha's not going to lead the Rangers. So you're like, Oh no! It's going to be this Muppet asshole. So Dimitri is a wet blanket, but they are not fucking orko from he-man <laughs> like that's fine i'll take it i
1: i, I know someone <laughs> is going to listen to this and be like it's lara Go. i just want to say i would correct the name if it was someone worth talking about i'm, I'm... we will never talk about <laughs> him again <laughs>
2: moving, the, on. The, moving, the, on. Moving, moving on, on. moving on. <laughs> on moving
0: on okay all
2: right hang on do you guys want to talk right. about uh stitch witchery or trouble by the slice because i had have an to... internal tier list we, we have, have to, to talk
1: about trouble by the slice for last because that is just god tier
2: lockstep we are together we are one we are okay. we are trinity right now the father the son and the morphing ghost like
1: trouble by the slice isn't just the best moment of this season it's actually one of the better episodes like probably top 10 episodes
2: it inspired um, me like um... we keep talking about it out of sequence while we're like we can't talk about it yet there's too much good stuff happening in it so <laughs> right, sorry situatory so anyway,
1: but... stitch, stitch though because yes. this episode is very good and i just want to say situatory is both good because it is funny and actually has some good character stuff it does so that's that's you know i this was like a yellow ranger few, episode yeah this
2: was one of the i few still can't episodes. remember her
0: name but yes ash Ashly. there we go there we Ye- go
2: yellow ranger all right um, they don't say proper uh, names uh, enough
0: is she <laughs> like, better is she better
2: than trini
1: uh kennedy i th- i think so
0: <laughs> wow wow, wow. Wow, Kennedy!
1: <laughs> Be mad, um, but anyway, Did some so,
3: respect
0: so... <laughs> on Trini's name. <laughs> no, um...
1: Trini Train.
0: You get that name out
2: your
1: mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in Stitch Witchery, Ashley is trying to design a new jacket, and she's frustrated with that blazer. in class. And she's also wearing this old jacket that she made a few years ago that she feels like is very tacky, and she's getting confusing. Criticisms about the old jacket and the new jacket—if either of them are good or bad or what's going on—and she's like having this crisis of self of like, am I losing my eye for fashion? That (laughs) might sound a little bit whatever, but like, it's actually like this is a very real like this is something that she cares about, and she's trying to like become more proficient at it. And she dresses like Hillary
0: Clinton.
2: (laughs) No, No, what? No ashley no, ashley no. wears pantsuits does she not uh, it was the i mean oh no i didn't mention it but it was the you 90s can't. and and she is she actually looks good in them sorry this like, episode ashley hillary also boss. looked
1: kind of good in pantsuits in the 90s it was when she was still wearing them in 2016 <laughs> that it was like
2: <laughs> like like they're trying to look you know <laughs> connected to the youth and like <laughs> pantsuits i'm sorry are not it like no, that's one that of the def- dating parts of this this episode of of good old Paw very Rangers. relatable,
0: very relatable. They're like, okay, am I losing <laughs> all of the people around me seem to hate Hillary Clinton,
2: but <laughs> goddamn, do I look good in a I, I, But, suit. I, but uh, I just
1: feel like I'm still with her.
2: Well, I, just, I, w- <laughs> I actually want to touch on that like very relatable <laughs> thing, like as like an independent uh, illustrator, content creator on the internet, who is also your favorite talking snake, right? I have got, I've been in this exact position. Like, this plot hook and thread is so real, right? There are people.
1: Good, yeah. Yeah, yes. people
2: want me to, like, you know, believe in myself or whatever it is, you know, as, like, a grown adult making, you know, content on the internet. But, like, you know, like, like they, they're addressing that thing where, like, sometimes you got to be real real with your homies, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. it's, and it's I, such a good app.
1: I did like that her friends weren't just, like, uh, Ashley, 100%. You can be a great fashion designer, but we're instead kind of like life's tough. You have to work hard at stuff. Like that that was kind of like the main, the main like feedback (laughs) that she was getting from her friends. The main feedback she got was
0: well, yeah, not only that, but like you can't always strike gold your first attempt at something. You know, on top of never
2: strike gold your first attempt at something, and if you did, it wasn't your fucking first attempt. I see you cheaters. I see you out there doing thousands of hours of independent practice, even if you don't think it's practice. Shit posting on your own—that's what that is. I talk about this shit a lot.
0: <laughs> or taking open source software and commercializing it.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, Looking at you. It is. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Huh. Mm. Um, but anyways, <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: yeah. So like, her takeaways was like, yeah, I'm not going to be the best at something. I shouldn't be dismayed or disheartened from yeah. continuing this. I just need to work harder
2: at it. And her, her fashion. Oh, go on. Sorry. I was
0: gonna say, sorry. And uh, the moral of the story is, if you get offered a really good deal, it could be too good to be true. This and episode you about it should Approach it with skepticism.
2: Yeah. Nigerian princes. That's what this episode is about. Actually. Yeah, made for the nineties.
1: Scam emails.
2: Oh yeah, it's incredible, and it uh, translates so well to like modern streamer culture, <laughs> right? Because like somebody walks along, and they are like, "Oh, well, I can make you into a star, darling, for only selling me your designs, so that I may own the intellectual property and do as I may please with them," right? And like that is such a trap. We've seen that with well, the uh, the well, stick figure very white guy. Very real trap.
1: Very real trap. Yeah, well, you yeah, know, he if
2: almost you almost got sell, eaten by Mondo Media.
0: If you sell some watches with this code. With your own custom code, you can get t- your the viewers that you attract, can get 20% off
2: and you will have a permanent 50% off discount. Go to 80sjackets.com slash sentai truther right now and you'll find out that website doesn't exist because I'm Creator making up that It's
1: It's actually 80sjackets.jackets slash
2: jackets. Slash jackets.
1: Slash sentai, anyway. Uh, so so this... yeah so so just to kind of like uh quickly recap a little bit more of the the opening plot diva talks and i will say this is a this is a pretty good plot because I, I know grab wants me to give the credit so <laughs> diva talks Come uh comes up with this plot to say to my use name this monster <laughs> um to that will like disguise itself as a fashion designer and basically tell Ashley that like that she's going to make Ashley into a fashion star with this jacket that she designed in middle school that is obviously tacky to anyone. The jackets get mass produced by the Piranitrons. And then the jackets, guess what? They turn you evil. And I know that we talk about how Power Rangers does mind controlly type plots a lot and they could be kind of hit or miss. This one's pretty good. Just in terms of, like, if you're going to keep rehashing this idea, this was a good rehash. Like, the fact that it was done through the jackets was interesting. And, like, just the way it was just, like, making society fucking if come you're apart gonna jump was the very shark.
0: funny. If you're going to jump the shark, go full jump. Yes. Don't have half- Do slip. slip, And they fucking did it. They threw the jacket on the fucking Silver Centurion. Oh, <laughs> and it was amazing. That amazing. was... Amazing. So- that's I, I love really that part. Made this,
2: a and it was episode. Sentai
0: footage. It was Sentai footage, dude. And they Silver did Centurion
2: it. is my favorite character, and I really want, like not just because they are an atomic, you know, an automaton robot person, right? Which like is a thing that I deeply love, right? But like their motivations, their character, like everything about them is like immediately understandable right like all their jokes are really good the characters who are like doing their movements like underneath the the costume are like really nailing the timing and then they put on the on like this robot that has these giant lights for shoulders they put a like used boat salesman plaid jacket on <laughs> this robot that <laughs> makes it go crazy enforcing traffic law <laughs> but it's that's so not where it angry. ends is it grav is it grav wait hold on i just have to say really
1: quickly i have to say really quickly it's better (laughs) it's this is a really incredible example of them just merging the sentai footage with their own storylines what a fantastic merger it's totally seamless (laughs) and both the storylines that are being merged together make sense even if they're crazy, it's if they make sense in a completely jump the shark and do a the shark get a flip kind of way. <laughs>
2: but, 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 but the they shark is sense. doing the jumping.
1: <laughs> yeah, the shark <laughs> is jumping another one. Shark is on a skateboard with sunglasses <laughs> on, jumping another shark. The skateboard
2: like, is also a transforming robot that transforms into yet a third shark. Yeah, like- <laughs> what if
0: the psychic dolphin garage made a Power Rangers Turbo episode? <sighs>
2: Yes, please. (laughs) Can we go fund me that? Like, can we we take donations? I want it. I want it.
1: (laughs) So, I mean, we've been jumping around a little bit, but basically, the jackets make everybody go crazy. And in particular, all of the Rangers are crazy except for Ashley. And Ashley is having to overcome like being extremely just like feeling personally assaulted by everything that's going on well, and they like mean things and like her entire reality is being destroyed because it's like, I mean, I even, she's for the, suffering like, from context, ego death. Yeah. She's literally like going through like ego death because like her entire, like, I wouldn't even in the context of a world where aliens like beam down once a week, wouldn't you think you were going crazy if a like Crue- Cruella Deville, like caricature fashion designer character <laughs> popped out of a limo, offers you a too good to be true fashion deal, your jackets are suddenly everywhere around town within like a few hours? And then like everyone is wearing them and going insane and acting <laughs> horrible and especially treating you like garbage. <laughs> like like you would think that you're losing your mind and Go Ashley home and is cry in that in place. <laughs> that would be me.
0: Th- this is I how hope does. so hard and cry in the bed. <laughs>
1: she does oh my god and it's relatable as fuck
2: it is like as as content creators that have had people like once you have a thing that like kind of takes off suddenly these people are like oh you're too big for us now right and like that heel turn happens you're like what the fuck did i do other than my best like i don't i what <laughs> and like it sucks so bad like this whole episode i was like right there with them like bleeding you know on the inside why is it
1: my fault that my shitty jacket got insanely popular and you bought it is a very real like to find out (laughs) the,
2: the thing that like went viral was actually like altered by some third party to make everybody like hate everything right would be such a blessing in the reality of that situation like the fantasy is so good for that but like oh god, it hurts. It hurts just thinking about it too hard. What if this was thought
0: the hate master, but existing in a (laughs) capitalist angel grove? Wow. Huh. That's essentially what it is. Basically what it is, yeah. Yeah. Except
1: this time, the blue centurion, like, we get the same kind of, like, um, emotional character development story arc that's like similar to stop the hate master except what we get this time that's even better is blue centurion being fucking hilarious incredible as as the basically the main villain of the episode in effect um because uh blue centurion they end up fighting him not just small but also big in the jacket
2: they they don't really fight him small though right like they show up they like appear on like the roof lines right they like do their and he's doing
1: he's doing a big time police brutality oh yeah well he's he's breaking
2: like windows (laughs) and stuff and he takes one look and this is the quote because like i remember this scene like vividly it's so good he looks at the rooftops and he's like rangers immediately calls his zord immediately there's no delay he's just like yeah Fuck these nerds and just goes so hard right away and this leads me to the thing that that who wants to say it who wants to say it as he like starts to fight and like they're pretty evenly matched like five rangers versus like the one guy who is my favorite dude who 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 wants to drop this bomb this shoe this fallen from fucking orbit for like 30 minutes you gotta
1: do it you gotta gotta do do it. it
2: jacket missile Jacket missile. The V.C. They're like Golden Boy that they've subverted from like the light of good with this bad plaid jacket, starting to lose. And rather than like you know, oh, we'll send him some like dark energy and like make him look all like you know Morphe or like whatever, like icky sticky or like, you know, whatever, they shoot a missile that has a jacket draped on it like a clothes hanger it makes at a giant robot and it puts it on! So now the
3: giant robot is also fighting the foul Rangers while wearing this jacket! It is the most iconic thing! It's
2: <laughs> amazing. It's amazing. Like, I- I was ready for some bullshit, friends. I was not prepared for that. It was amazing. Like I said,
0: if you're gonna jump the shark, just go all the fucking way. Just take like, it, take yes. it to its logical
1: conclusion. See it through.
2: Like, I, the water is also sharks you, now.
1: The the <laughs> the, the, the uh, monster is very clever in this episode, Delicia and does this whole plot to get the blue centurion into the jacket in the first place because the blue centurion is actually very reluctant to put this jacket on at all and would not just naturally do this Mm -hmm. so delicia like basically does like a like an insurance fraud (laughs) like she she... (laughs) 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 like she arranges a fake accident in front of the blue centurion and then she's like ah blue centurion save me and the blue centurion of course does because he's a he's a very upstanding guy and that's he's a good boy and also this is this is i have to draw attention to this too this is one of those weird moments where blue centurion is just wandering around town just kind of doing random low-level policey stuff and like this seems to be like what the blue centurion is doing a lot when he's off camera which makes no sense at all but anyway um <laughs> it makes yeah, he's just chilling
0: he's an intergalactic policeman who time travels and he's just out here chilling he's just chilling In yeah. He's like,
1: there's no cosmic emergencies. The thing is, is there are times, the thing is, the implication of this, though, is that that's what he's doing, right? And they never really imply that he's doing anything more important than that. This is what it seems to be implied every time. It's like, if he's off camera, he's just like helping old ladies cross the street. Like, that's what he does. Good boy. Um, Except there are times when, like, the Rangers need help and the Blue Centurion isn't around and they can't find him. And presumably he's just like helping someone get their cat out of a bush or something like, <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and he's just like, ah, I have to focus on this. I will help you get your cat. No matter what, ma'am, you know, and like,
2: <laughs> for anybody keeping count, this um, is another part where trouble by the slice check Mark. We're going to talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um,
1: so the, the blue centurion gets tricked into like this d- delicious, like, Oh, please. You save my life because of this like scheme that she set up where she was fake in danger um and and she's like "Uh, here have this jacket it's on me i i i promise i don't mind you can have this lovely gift and the blue centurion's like no i don't this is my job it's fine i don't need a gift or i can't uh, and then he's even more insistent like i'm not gonna take a bribe basically but then he finally gives in because she's very persistent and also like she's just sort of a manipulative, charming monster, you know, so like that's her power. Well, he- um,
2: he- he doesn't give in until she has forcibly like she's walking around him like putting it on his arms yeah, right she's
1: physically trying to like force the jacket onto him and Nick, yeah. like it's like already getting its tendrils into him it it's, seems like
2: Yeah, it's so good. It's it's actually a really great scene, right? Cuz like he's he's like, you know, before he's like, "What? No, I'm I'm a I'm a cop. Like this is what I do. I'm I am a paragon of justice. I'm a good person." And gets like one arm in there and then the other arm. And he's like, "All right, old lady, like I mean, well, is it me, I guess?" He's like, "I really can't accept this." And then he goes you know Actually, why don't I get anything nice ever? And like you could there's like this steady gradient yeah. <laughs> that this guy threw like a supplely deliciously kissably lipped helmet, right? Manages to convey through only his pantomime that he is falling under the spell of this like hate jacket, which is it's such a good scene, actually. It's so well shot and like structured. Like I'm very Amazing. impressed. Amazing. mm mm-hmm. But then his giant robot just gets one like cruise missile yeah, delivered. delivery. <laughs> Amazing <laughs> offshore submarine just <sighs> have um, some fution.
1: So then uh so then Delicia also gets big, but then around the same time, um uh TJ like has this whole scheme with the Robo Racer and like uh gets the blue centurion's jacket off, and so the blue centurion rejoins them and they win. Back at the juice bar, Ashley's like, "So, what do you really think of my jacket?" And everybody's like, "Fuck your stupid jacket! (laughs) (laughs) Do not ever talk about that. God, burn that jacket! Like, Like, I don't, I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear about it." And she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go burn it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's cursed. It's cursed." As an artist, like, I, I want to chime in on this, right? Too, which, like, this, this speaks to a lesson that I had to learn like years ago. Right. Which so earlier on in the episode, she's like, I, am beginning to think that like this jacket is like, you know, kind of dated and actually kind of tacky. Right. And the, the resolution to that little arc is that the rest of the Rangers like confirm their own suspicions. And what you have to learn is just like, use your good sense. Right. The reason that you are into creating whatever it is that you're creating is because you have like this opinion and these tastes and this guidance and you have to listen to that internally. As much as it's good to accept the critique of your friend, ultimately you are the person at the wheel. And like, it's it's just a wonderful message to give out to like so young good. creatives. So good. Like, oh, I'm so down.
1: What? A, it's a very good episode.
2: It's so good. Sorry, I know the that the more I, I think about it, the more
1: I'm willing to even say this might be like a low eight.
2: Oh, like a number? Which
1: we yeah, oh. out of ten, because we rank oh. a lot of the episodes and stuff.
2: Oh, okay. I'm I'm not I'm not on board with like your your 10 out of 10, but I can definitely see why this is in your top two. It is it's it's visually stunning. Like it's it's an amazing, like iconic thing. I will never forget giant robot in a jacket, ever. Right. Yeah. Like the the plot is super coherent. Like I was able to follow it, like even with my scatter brain. It's got great messaging. Like if you're gonna show a kid a thing, like you have to like babysit a kid for like a half an all hour, slow right? Slow down. Hit it.
1: We're gonna Do have it. you rate all three episodes at the end
2: okay trouble by the slice this (laughs) was
1: not just the second favorite like the of the two but it's really just the best episode it is like this is the bomb this is one of the best episodes of the power rangers we've watched at first it starts and you're kind of like what is happening. And and you're not really <laughs> sure if this is going to be like stupid or what. Like it just seems like where can they really go with these like dumbass concepts that they're initially throwing at you? But then you get about halfway in and you're like this is amazing!
2: What the fuck? Everyone like... shines in this episode. Every character is like being their best, strongest personal self, and some of them are even being themselves in the, the heat of it. Like it's incredible.
0: Oh my god! Oh my um, god!
2: Uh, I'm you think start recapping... you're like
0: okay? Go ahead. There's go no ahead. way. There's no way they could. They they can go further than this. And then they do it. And then they go even (laughs) higher.
2: There's, there's, like, the very start of this, right? You're like, this is just a Dilbert comic. Like, that's it. That's all this episode is, I guess. Like, oh, whatever. And then sharks. So many sharks. Sharks everywhere. It's raining sharks. It's Sharknado 27. Let's go.
1: (laughs) It's really one of those instances where, like, a lot... it pretty much every Power Rangers episode revolves around some weird theme and some goofy, you know, whatever, some quirky <laughs> twist. <laughs> and sometimes it feels very thin and just like they really didn't get creative with the concept. Um I don't know who was like on the writing team or what they were smoking, but like these guys were just like pizzas I know what to do with pizzas. We're going to do some crazy shit with pizza. (laughs) And they just went. (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to start. The writer. So this is what
0: happened. Okay. This is the backstory behind this episode. All right. So based on the wiki, it says that the writer, uh, turns out the writer invited a prostitute to his hotel room. And after they were done, uh, he ordered a pizza, and he had to come up with an episode really fucking quickly that'll somehow piece together all of this Sentai footage in. And this is what he came up with. And it shows. This man That's- had his dick in his left hand, and his right hand had a pizza slice. And he was <laughs> he was speaking into a microphone, and it had the text-to-speech. It had the te- this- Microsoft text-to-speech writing it all out. And th- this, this is what we got.
2: This is an episode that could only be written in that post-nut clarity. Yes. only. Like, it's so real. Let's do um, that recap, shall we? So
1: I'm going to start recapping, but feel free to just stop me at any point where you just have to chime in because it's so funny. And it might happen a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, buckle up. <laughs> so so uh, Porto is like demonstrating a new piece of technology. It's like a teleportation device. It's, it's like a ray gunny thing. Uh, to diva talks this is we were talking about earlier like porto's always like he's always working on shit like he's like we're gonna win because i'm gonna like keep scheming on devices until we fucking win this um, this is the
2: part where i said that like he is the driving force of this episode this episode would not happen without porto like it's incredible
1: Just- also i think this episode shows he might be kind of the driving force of this team of villains in general like i think you could replace everyone But or like remove everyone but Porto, right? Like, you could just have Porto. He wouldn't be a very good villain. He wouldn't be interesting the way Divatox is. But Porto could just run the show for months at a time alone if needed, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) just down there in the submarine, just building shit like, god damn it. I'm I'm gonna keep going no matter what. So So Porto's got this new teleportation device that he's showing off, but Unfortunately, this one is a little bit faulty, it's so or mean. something, or it, well, it's more of a user error, probably on Divatox's fault, maybe actually. It, it, well, but
2: so so first she misses, <laughs> right? Like aim bad, aim not good. But then, like afterwards, right? Like Elgar like talks some hot shit, and Divatox is just like, all right, well, let's see what happens when we crank this thing up to eleven. And Porto is like, oh, you're gonna transflame the con capacitors, right? And like she's like whatever nerd and then the <laughs> plot starts
1: and then <laughs> she misuses the teleportation ray and gets hit in the head with a rock and loses her memory <laughs> and, and also like, also gets teleported
2: which is the device um, working perfectly by
1: right like, that's like the, those two devices put together is actually like that's perfect because now it's like teleporter not only does she lost her memories but they don't know where she went. Like, they yeah. don't know where Diva is. Where is Diva Talks? They don't know. Um, and like, you know, all of her lieutenants, obviously she implants them with a tracking chip, but she's like, I'm the leader. I don't need one. Yeah. Um. So they have. They can't GPS her, you know. They lost um, her cell
2: phone number. Um. She doesn't uh, have know. any money
1: on her.
0: She doesn't have any ID, nothing. She's in this... Dummy mommy outfit in the middle of the street just walking amongst normal people.
1: Like just like, asking regular people, do you know who I am and stuff? And people are just like, Go back to Cirque du Soleil. Like I don't what the fu-?
2: It's such an authentic <laughs> bit too, because like like, if, if some random person half-dressed walked up to you on the sidewalk, right, and was like, who am I, right? You'd be like, oh, my God, go back to whatever gutter. I don't want to deal with this, right? And you go, like, run away or whatever. And, like, it's... It's very authentic, this experience between what is perceived to be this homeless diva talks and these randos on the sidewalk. Like, it was it was, uh, was kind of chilling to me as an adult in, like, 2020, where everybody's getting evicted and, like, there's a pandemic on. Like, ooh. <laughs> Gross.
0: Yeah. Very rarely does the Power Rangers give authentic reactions to things. Well, actually, no. I lied. Power Rangers does give... Pretty authentic reactions to things, I feel like, more times than it doesn't. At least in the filler guide.
1: Can't yeah. say
0: for this stuff outside of it. Um,
1: <laughs> for the purposes of the recap, I'm going to mention this once and only once because I hate this. Bulk Skull's subplot in this episode is very stupid. It's the worst part of the episode. It's probably one yeah. of the only things that drags it down they are trying to be pizza delivery boys and they're very bad at it and mostly the plot just involves them throwing pizzas on the ground which is honestly just kind of upsetting to see and yeah like like i don't like food waste isn't like funny to me no i guess maybe you know people who were like just in peak 90s fucking end of history capitalism is perfect mode might have thought this was funny but this is not funny to just like bulk and skull are such idiots that they can't find anything so they're just throwing pizzas on the ground yeah great great plot there, um, there,
2: there is a great visual gag right like of all the jokes it's like the most uh most police squad out of them because i had to be paying very good attention to catch it there's a point where they say oh i know angel grove like the back of my hand and they hold it up and they point at their palm quietly right like i i almost missed that one but it did it made me bust a gut but that was before all the stuff you're talking about, where they're just like throwing pizzas out of the sidecar of the thing, which is just
0: I refuse. Unacceptable. I refuse. I'm not into it. I refuse. But I will say what I am into is Diva Tox getting into that
1: apron. The Mad Mike's yeah. pizza parlor. Uh, Mad Mike being a very interesting character. <laughs> Mad, Mad Mike, Mike said,
2: is like if Waluigi owned a pizzeria. <laughs> Mad <laughs> Mike said, uh, "Dudes, rock." <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, Mad Mike definitely, uh, probably a misogynist. Uh, a thousand question? No, that's
0: that's no question. Yeah. That man filled to the brim oh, yeah. with misogyny. Twice yeah, divorced. The, absolute <laughs> hatred for women.
1: <laughs> Failed comedy career levels of misogyny. (laughs) Um, um, Only success in
0: life is opening up this pizza shop, which his brother gave him investment capital for. Matt Mike
1: comes off as significantly more toxic than like any villain we've seen, except for maybe King Mondo, who was straight up uh, an open imperialist and therefore was kind of on a different level.
2: Mad Mike walks up to the self-described embodiment of evil, looks them dead in the eye, and goes, Enjoy your free ass pizza, because from here on out you're my lackey. And then conscripts them into the pizzeria. Mad White Mike is a bad dude, actually. And if they weren't dealing with a supernatural force, they break your kneecaps.
1: Even Vivitox pays wages and hazard pay, which Elgar collects plenty of and she knows that he's going to get more (laughs) of it when she's doing stuff like teleporting him outside the submarine she knows she's racking up that hazard pay and she does it anyway because even though it comes out of her bank account it's still funny to her
2: mad Um, Mike keeps the tip jar
1: (laughs) this is by the way part of how i'm explaining the episode where diva talks is like oh i only stole six million dollars um is because she's 10 million. She's like, she's like, I only stole 10
0: million dollars and it's not enough. And, and Elgar is like yes, it's the 90s. And Elgar is like, I wish I had 10 million dollars. The fuck?
1: <laughs> anyway, that's getting way off track. Um so Diva Talks is not very good at the job. She's just kind of wandering around being like a dumb bimbo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 fresh out the oven.
1: But then occasionally getting really, really dummy on Mad Mike's ass when he gets a little too fresh. Mm. Um, yeah. Diva mm. don't take no interesting... shit from no man.
3: Scrap, what did you like... think of
2: that scene?
0: <laughs> when she was in the, bro. Yeah. She started w- from the jump when she was in the pizza shop and she was eating the, p- the pizza slice with the pepperoncinis. I was like, this is a a woman, this is a woman, this is a woman after my own fucking, my own fucking heart. I was like in my recliner and I was shifting around in my seat. I was like, oh my God, (laughs) this (laughs) is my kind of lady. (laughs) And then then Matt Mike fucking conscripts her into the pizza shop army and she, Mm -hmm. she puts on that apron. With the Ooh. with the Divatox outfit underneath, what?
1: Fucking woof! <laughs> so <laughs> so Porto and Rygog and Eldar decide to that they gotta they gotta get some fucking food. Like they gotta they gotta you know get a snack while they try to figure out where Divatox is. They've been looking for hours. It's honestly, pretty reasonable. Leader's gone. What and do we so eat? They're like, let's get some pizza, and Porto agrees to go pick up the pizza. Porto goes in this fucking amazing ass costume. Oh, this, it's like so this good. amazing disguise. He's got like this <laughs> big sun hat on and this like huge floppy dress, and somehow that's enough to disguise the fact that he's clearly like a bizarro space alien in
2: a fucking <laughs> space suit. He, he just like- looks like a health conscious babushka. <laughs> 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 like it's, I bought it. I, I didn't realize it was him on screen.
1: You you didn't know it was Porto until I told you just now. I'm sure. I I was fooled Um,
3: until this moment. (laughs) Uh,
1: So so Porto's there to pick up the pizza, because obviously they don't get pizzas delivered to their spacecraft. And um (laughs) um, which is, you know, good because if they were getting the pizzas delivered, they never would have gotten them and the whole episode wouldn't have worked out. I
2: got. I gotta stop you yeah, because at up. one point Elgar in the shitty dog pile of the first episode is carrying around a water jug and is like, "Boy, it's hard to get water delivered twenty thousand leagues under the sea." So like, this is actually kind of a special event that Porto is going and doing the thing, or they just have broken their own cannon like super hard. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well but, like, no he's saying it's hard to get water delivered like they probably have called all the pizza places they probably called mad mike before will <laughs> you deliver under the lake he's like no you gotta pick you gotta pick up your pizza and then he just hangs up. Like <laughs> it's, it's a joke?
2: Click, like, oh um, yeah, no! You're right. You're right.
1: Has has no. T- he's he's been in anger management for ten years. He's that kind of like like <laughs> the kind of guy has been in anger management for that. He's just still in anger management. It's still it still hasn't worked. It still hasn't taken hold for him. When um, he
0: tells her that she is gonna work for him, there's like really like distressing camera work done for that scene like it's a close-up yeah. shot of him just brimming with anger at this woman and I'm like buddy the pizza slice is probably like less than a dollar or a dollar and you're out here like like about to just fucking yell at her at the Mega, top of your fucking lungs
1: little capitalist vibe like I say significantly eviler than any villain except for King Mondo or maybe Master Vile. Someone Ooh, like that. Yeah. Uh, who actually like, embodies... That man like had an truly... axe to grind. Whew. I, like, I would like to take a moment I want for an Mad aside back. I want the rest of... The... I, it, would... what it. This should have been the twist at this point in the season. Is that Mad Mike just becomes the villain. And starts leading Elgar and Porto. And, and, and Divatox just runs the pizza parlor for then on and, like, <laughs> becomes a friend to the Rangers. That should have been the big twist in this episode. Anyway,
3: um,
0: so. The so- big twist is Mad Mike gets uh, acquires a power. And it uh, <laughs> turns out he has a hidden power inside him the whole time. And Diva <laughs> unlocks
1: it. And then Diva has to come up with a plan to marry Mad Mike. So Diva Talks, oh, by God. the way, instantly turns. We'll talk more about this. Instantly turns into a waitress that has been waiting tables for 40 years.
2: In fairness, she has been doing customer service for that amount of time, <laughs> right? It's just that like nobody wants the product that she's selling. You know, she's like, I got evil pie. It's on special. <laughs> nobody ever wants the pie. It's just
1: incredible. Like, like, if you've ever walked into an all-night diner where like they've got like just like a like a 65-year-old woman that is like the head, the head waitress who is just done with your shit from the moment she sees you. I like that is diva oh, yeah, yeah. That is, that is diva as a waitress. It's incredible. Porto comes in to get the pizzas and he realizes diva is there. And he's like, Oh fuck. And, yeah. and diva talks. is like, I don't know who you are. I got to make these fucking pizzas. Get out of my face. weirdo. <laughs> and, and, and Porto's like, no, no diva It's me. Like, we got, you got to come with me. Like, he's like he's like trying to figure out what to do and this is actually this is a, just a really good storytelling moment justin and carlos come in and so suddenly it's like oh i gotta get out of here
3: <laughs> yeah bail, <laughs> um,
1: bail. and, oh. and uh, uh porto has to bail leaving diva talks there um and like now he knows where she is but like he has to try to figure out what to do still This is just a really good storytelling beat for this episode. I really liked it.
2: There's also some really good choreography between like the like one of the Rangers is trying to order uh, pizza for like the group, right? And Diva Talks is waiting on the group. And like uh, Justin is disposed off playing his favorite game, which is one of those always win candy claw games for some reason. Uh, And there's, like, this great thing where he's, like, turning around trying to figure out what everybody wants to order. And then, like, Diva talks will like, reach in front of the camera, right, to show that they are there. And then he will pop back to the, the thing and then she will go back and, like, move something on the table behind him. And it's this really incredible, wonderful, like, just bit where they are showing you like way better than the intro to the entire season like who these people are what they're about what they're doing right now like if they could have had that choreography they would have taken that three-part episode and just made it a 15 minute bit at the start it was so strong i loved it
1: yeah so then uh porto takes off like i said and uh diva Talks continues to work in the meantime like porto heads back to the submarine he's like hey yo i found diva Talks. she's doesn't know who she is she's like working at a pizza place like the pizza place that we ordered pizzas from Quintana, very weird shit um uh, we gotta do something about this um otherwise we're not gonna get we're not gonna get paid um because diva talks is <laughs> who writes our paychecks um i can only assume that's why anyway because i otherwise like i don't know why porto would not just be like i'm in charge
2: now um <laughs> kind of over. a sample, like a little bit he's a,
1: yeah i guess you know he's well we did see him chained to the ceiling in that one anyway also diva uh, Talks you know, has some power
0: so like her true she not only has power but i think her parents are also like formidable people apparently true. you
1: wouldn't want to yeah her parents are formidable and she comes from a formidable family so you wouldn't want to get on her bad side i mean diva anyway. Talks
2: almost mad mercs mad mike with her eye lasers like i definitely wouldn't want to p- actual piss her off
1: yeah. So the group's like, what are we gonna do? Um, and they realize that like they're kind of in danger with Diva talks just out there dangling. They're like, Hey, we gotta make a monster to like keep the the Rangers distracted so that they don't like figure out what's going on and like maybe capture Diva talks while she's vulnerable or something. And what do they come up with? Mad Mike the pizza chef, the pizza monster. There's it's, there's a, this- it's a pizza monster. Oh, it's it's so a, good. it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a pizza. I don't. How do you describe the incredibleness that is Mad Mike? Just I, visually, I'm just trying to start with the visuals here. There, there, like. There's-
2: this wonderful moment right where that when they they realize that they're in danger right they turn to porto who's like the only competent member with like real skills on the team and they're like we need a monster we need a monster that will fix this right and i love this bit where porto is like i can't just make a monster out of nothing i need specifics i need function i need like engineering guidelines i need to know like what we are going to do with this monster wait man my and he like touches the pizza box and it crawls out and it's this like like have you ever seen that like a kabuki mask where they've got like the super long thin nose like usopp from one piece and he's got like this big green garlic bulb on his back and he's like wearing this outfit that is like italian flag striped
1: yeah he's sort of just like a big puffy italian flag.
2: it's amazing and the bad accent really seals it like from the moment this character comes on screen i was like this is the best shit i'm ever gonna see like i need to just pack up watching things forever i'm done like
1: let's go amazing about the accent is that um (laughs) as it goes on it kind of gets thicker in a way
2: <laughs> it's like they took the first read, and like the voice actor did not realize what this character was until like the second page of dialogue that they're recording. And he's like, "Oh, oh, oh I oh, see." It. Let's I, do I it. feel like
1: between every scene, for like the first two scenes, they're like, um "Can you just up the Italianness?" And he's like, "Yep, no problem." But then they just didn't retake like the original text <laughs> to like make them match. Yeah. And so it's like the first when Mad Mike the Pizza Monster first shows up, he's like, "Hey, what's up? I'm Mad Mike the Pizza." monster and then by like a few scenes in he's like I'm Amanda Mike the pizza monster
2: <laughs>
0: well you're friends does- now right as like a viewer
2: he's yeah. like hey
0: are you the viewer we're friends now right I can be myself around you cool
2: <laughs> he, he goes from having lived an entire life in Jersey right to being super Mario within like a few scenes you know like it's it's so good it's incredible I love it Every bit of every bit of their screen time is a treasure. Like Add this to the Criterion Collection. So, <laughs> the only films that you need to experience in your life to be a complete person, and Mad Mike is on my list. Damn
1: right. Diva Talks dominates the real Mad Mike around the time that Carlos and Justin are drawn away. Y'all already described that scene. I'm not going to rehash it. Or, <laughs> otherwise, you're just going to end up sweaty again um and oh God, uh
2: stopped been thinking about mad mike the monster this time though
1: <laughs> um justin and carlos are being called away because oh no um we have a monster it's a pizza monster and so mad mike the pizza monster the first thing that he shows you a power is not that impressive it's just him throwing pizzas around just like, and, 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 and they and they explode mm-hmm. um it, it's okay but it's not that impressive it's pizza like krillin. okay not much of a concept pizza krillin <laughs>
2: <laughs> just, just waiting for monster goku to show up
1: um and uh, the rangers show up as like mad mike is causing mad mike the monster well mad mike the the <laughs> Mike? how do you how do you differentiate between these two because they're both monsters one um, has a
2: mustache one doesn't
1: so from now on if i say mad mike with a mustache i mean the human yes. okay so 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 mad mike um is uh he's throwing pizzas around he's making trouble and the rangers have to like try to show up and like deal with it around this time diva Talks also gets her memory back
2: <laughs> uh dur- during the mad mike scene where she is where where she is just like, you know, what do you want me to do, you greasy pizza guy? Right? Uh they bust in and they uh tie her up, kind of. And like I think they hit her with something or whatever. Go on. And then Yeah, and, and like <laughs> while she's tied up and they're like flogging her, she's like, What the hell are you idiots doing, Elgar? Right? And they're like, Oh boss, you're back! Woo! So, like, you know, it's it's very organic and definitely not forced at all. It definitely did not awaken anything in any children anywhere (laughs) much less 30 year old men recording podcasts later that day (laughs) so so, uh
1: diva talks it tries to take off with her lieutenants after regaining her memory and mad mike is still like no you gotta work for me because of that one pizza slice you stole (laughs) uh and and diva talks just like tries to blast him with her eye lasers amazing that's actually that's what restores her memory i remember now yeah okay yeah that's the entire sequence and so so Divatox takes off to to resume command and she's like "Oh, okay we got a monster going all right uh let's
2: uh let's fuck let's fuck shit up like to upgrade that order to an extra large
1: (laughs) the rangers in the meantime get a new weapon the turbine laser that they're going to use to fight mad mike however when they go to fight Mad Mike with the turbine laser, it does not go as planned. The, the, their cars turn against them. And they're like, what? Our cars? Why are they turning against us? Um, they look. It's because there's pizzas on the wheels of the cars. And that has taken over the cars and like mind-controlled
2: them. It's just one of the most incredible scenes. Also, when they're introducing the turbine laser, right? Because like, we got to sell this action figure, right? Like kids need a reason to buy it. And the only thing missing from that scene is like the Sims shopping network music like underlaid on it. And then it would just be like a timeshare pitch. It's the weirdest, wildest, like there's like a PowerPoint presentation that they take you through about like the features of the turbine laser and how it works and how you can use it to smite evil in your neighborhood today. All we need is a little bit of crowdfunding and we can bring this dream to life. We're going to launch it straight to space. won't need to see it in your backyard. Like it's incredible. I love that scene. I just had to hit on that for a moment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) like everything going on like between the pizza wheels and the turbine laser the 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 episode is off the chain there are no chains left to bring it down it's inverse pinocchio like we are flying free by now
1: it's gone to full madness so uh so the cars (laughs) are being controlled by pizzas and then fucking mad mike the the pizza monster captures the Rangers in an oven and bakes them into a fucking pizza. It's amazing. <laughs> it's not only is this a, just one of the wackiest concepts, ever, but it works. And, it and just he completely turned them into a pizza. Them.
2: I completely the funniest bought it. Shit I've ever seen
1: the funniest shit i've
2: th- ever seen there's like this sequence too right like it's it's not just like a, oh i have the rangers they're a pizza now right like he's got them in the death trap he explains the death trap and then there's like this great scene where he's just joyously slicing up and throwing giant vegetables into the oven while the rangers are like we're really fucked guys we're ruined now <laughs> like, and this, this dude is just up there like i'm gonna eat you yeah
1: i'm gonna motherf- i'm gonna motherfucking eat you you and i'm just slicing cheese and shit and just having a good time i'm gonna eat you and it's like what the fuck
2: yeah it's messed <laughs> and then and then it happens and this was my first exposure to this glorious beacon of sentai truther club light
1: the blue centurion appears to save just, the day.
2: Just rocks up. He's like, "Oh yeah, I heard. I heard some shouting. Is there trouble around?" Oh, jinkies! Says the <laughs> blue centurion. The Power Rangers are being baked into a pizza. <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> I should uh, do something.
1: <laughs> he's just responding to this in his usual deadpan way. This is extremely bizarro. <gasps> what the fuck? Shit. Is just getting <laughs> blue centurions like deadpan humor, and it's amazing.
2: And it, it lands so good, every uh, beat, every drop.
1: Just, you're just if you can watch this without laughing your ass off, what is up with you?
2: You're dead inside. Like, there's just nothing.
0: Agreed. Just, just oh. I, I love this episode so fucking much. And like, I, oh. I, I was DMing uh Kennedy about it. And I was like this you know I originally had a different second episode but nah this nah. is the best shit ever dude
2: <laughs> This is the it. pinnacle of television like we peaked yes. here Yes absolutely peak
1: All right well let's let, let's rate everything since we're talking about peaking and pinnacles and Well, we know those that this kind is of words.
2: the best episode like th- th- this is this is a 10
1: Let's start with let's start with shift into turbo part one.
2: Oh, dude. I'm rating this. We told you it was a pie, but we actually gave you a quiche. Out of okay. ten.
0: Okay. And then <laughs> uh, we've um, got Stitch Witchery. I think we forgot about I. You know that subplot to Stitch
1: Witchery. I didn't think was that bad. That's the one where they so- turn invisible, right?
2: Oh yeah, the the Goonies. Were they oh, like yeah. walking around it, pranking people?
1: Worth, yes, it's worth noting that the reason we added Stitch Witchery to the. Uh, viewing guide at all and watched it was because it resolves Bulk and Skull's what the fuck happened after they turned into monkeys plot Um, and although we weren't willing to watch every single episode involved with that because it turned out to be a little bit more than you would think and of just dumb shit for one dumb B plot watching this at least kind of resolves the whole thing
0: it puts it into a nice bow
1: is like okay Bulk and Skull become humans again at this episode so yeah they were invisible in that episode and whatever yeah they get up um, to some pranks they
0: try to do some like invisible they just Ooh, steal levitation stuff. yeah, yeah it, they do some just doesn't p- grift. They, they just grift they grift and then they do stuff um they don't do anything perverted cause they were like wait this is a kids show
2: uh <laughs> But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but also diva talks like hang on let's let's back that up we're getting some mixed messages or at least the, the
1: messages are very mixed um mm. so yeah if i was gonna rate statutory honestly
2: I, I i think i'm gonna
1: lean towards what i was saying earlier this is a low eight this is just yep. barely an eight for me eight point um, for me because it's funny the actual character plot is actually very good and the action sequences are good so
2: how can you lose Th- this I mean, Stitch Witch is just kind of like my favorite after school special, right? Like, it's got a really good moral that I resonate with and like a lot of like themes that I enjoy. Right. Like, it's definitely a good one to show people. But like, I don't know, like, like, I don't have a number for that. If that makes sense, I guess it would be like a seven. OK,
0: yeah. OK, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. And then, I mean, we got troubled by the slice. That's a 10. 10. That's a 10. Like that. that's 10. a 10, 10 flat out like that has everything that that has everything everything you could possibly ask for comedy drama sex appeal action just all of it in a 20 minute episode pog dude i'm i was pogged off my board
2: it it includes the exchange you've ruined my pizza to which centurion's just like yeah i did it's amazing it's so good (laughs) the writing oh and the (laughs) ragers get
0: baked into a pizza funniest <laughs> shit I've ever seen it,
1: it's so fucking funny so, so funny. it says
2: fiddlesticks and it's authentic feeling like you don't do that on accident
1: <laughs> so funny
2: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> oh my god so oh, Wobbly
0: now that you've revisited some Power Rangers are you willing to continue watching it are you gonna check Power Rangers out now again
2: revisit I that this. part I need it in my veins Like, like I'm going to I'm going to take the watch guide and I am going to watch every other episode, actually, because I just want to consume the filler like junk food. Right. I want to see what all of the most pointless, terrible parts of the show look like.
0: (laughs) Good luck getting through the Zordon era. I
2: don't know. I like trash pretty good.
1: (laughs) Maybe maybe Wobbly and I will do a thing for the Patreon where we watch some of the stuff that was cut out. Okay. Because Grab didn't grab didn't want to do it. Oh. but if Wobbly's gonna do it anyway, well, uh, you if guys if with him, me, here's I, know this. I,
0: I will I will compromise. Don't spend your time watching the filler because that's just too much. Compromise, do Mass Rider. Because I will never. I I am I am telling you right now, to you, the listener at home, I will never. Watch Mask Rider, okay? I had the toys when I was a kid. I know it was shit, okay? Just like the Phantom Ranger is shit this season, so is all teases of Mask Rider. I'm not doing it. You guys could do that. Oh, didn't Be- you also say free. you
1: wouldn't watch VR Troopers with me? Oh, I'll yeah. watch that.
0: I'll watch anything. I'm not. I'm not. I, I, will watch, I will watch Metal <laughs> Hero. I'll watch the Sentai, the original like Sentai versions of that stuff. Yeah. I already like, Actually, but- I already have copies of that. So we can we can definitely watch we that should watch metal here and, and get to that stuff. But
1: All right. we're getting way off track.
2: That's right. VR, yeah. right. That's Look, the future. Wobbly. Yes.
1: What do you want to plug, homie?
2: What do I want to plug uh, over on the twitch.tv slash Smite channel? They're going to be doing an hour of uh, MS paint based art and like a game show format. And I'm going to be involved in that. So if you want to see some guy dunk in an inferior program very hard, uh, show up to that because I will kick. Much ass, I'm calling that now. (laughs) Do that art three-pointer. Other than that, find me on twitch.tv slash WobblyPython. Follow me on Twitter, where I am attempting to post images, but Twitter won't load any of them. Great. Lean hard into 3D stuff. You want to learn to art? Come hang out with me. Uh, I'm all about people doing that. I am not down with people comparing themselves to, like, super high-level stuff and getting discouraged right away. Like, please, be a creative. Like, stop letting people talk you out of making things make yeah, more things then. hell make yeah make
3: more
0: things make more things <laughs> yeah we're definitely going to have wobbly back on again for sure and uh, expect oh, some yay. expect some fucking expect some fucking good ass merch coming
2: it's going going to be good
0: oh yeah it's going to be
2: incredible <laughs> like if i if i have anything to do with it which i sure hope that i will you guys are going to be you're going to have the best obscure podcast like merch possible <laughs> like there, there's some wild shit that i would love to do with you guys but like it's just a matter of figuring out the logistics change because how do you get a custom belt buckle made for a podcast let's figure it out we need that. <laughs> every good ranger suit's got a good belt buckle why doesn't the podcast and other questions posed
1: to you by me one day there will be a true ranger morpher mark my words all right we're, we're gonna, gonna be a whole suit for we're po- gonna fucking for- do it
2: <laughs> Hell yeah, let's do it
0: <laughs> Rangers, thank you so much for listening If you liked what you heard Please make sure to rate our podcast 5 stars on iTunes and Stitcher Subscribe to our podcast Wherever you listen to them And as always, you can find Kennedy and I On Twitter I am at Gravcast And Kennedy is at Kennedy T. Cooper Stay safe Rangers And may the
3: power protect you